So I want to talk to you about thezebra.com. Feeling a pinch in your pockets right now? Gas prices skyrocketing, cost of groceries. You have to find ways to save money. Well, one thing you could do, I mean, unless you're living on a house, you know, on top of a vault filled with gold coins. I don't know anybody like that. All my coins were lost in a boating accident. Anyway, uh, the zebra can come to the rescue. They are making home and car insurance uh, easy for everybody. In fact, the average person saves over $900 a year on car insurance and home insurance when they use the zebra. So please just try it. It is the fastest way to compare every option out there. It'd take you five minutes to do it. Get a free quote today by going to thezebra.com slash back. Great way to save money right now. Thezebra.com slash back. See how much you're overpaying for car and home insurance. Which I'm glad I have because I had a nice rain shower in my house yesterday. It was great. That was uh, yeah, not not something you really wanted. If those people that installed those windows aren't at my house today, I might share their name. <laughs> So Friday, this last Friday, the Department of Homeland Security came out and declared white supremacists and domestic violence extremism the most prominent threat facing our country. Oh, my goodness. And that's what was on full display in New York yesterday. It was... Well, they were a race supremacist. I'll tell you that right now. They were also crazy. And they were also on a watch list from the FBI. <laughs> Too bad they weren't watching for black supremacists. We start there in 60 seconds. All right. Now, it might sound crazy to say this, but... Uh, you have to be as passionate as the left is about shaping the way your children think. In fact, you have to be more passionate about it. And you don't have all the tools and the labor unions and everybody else helping you out. Uh, you have to kind of do it on your own. And if you don't teach things to your kids, it, it, nature abhors a vacuum. If they don't really have a solid foundation, they are not going to... They're not just going to buy into the things that you bought into. In fact, they'll probably reject them. Um, that's why, that's why I want to tell you right now about where's the book. Here it is. This book from the Tuttle Twins. The Tuttle Twins is, it's a series of books, but this one in particular is so important. If you don't buy all the rest of the Tuttle Twins books, that's fine. Just 
get this one, and I've I've asked them to offer it for free. All you have to do is pay for shipping. It's the Tuttle Twins and the Creature from Jekyll Island. The Creature from Jekyll Island is the Federal Reserve. If you want to know how inflation happens, it's not Vladimir Putin. <clears throat> no, it's not. It's the Federal Reserve and the government spending too much money. That's what it is. But you need to learn what it is, what the Fed is, and uh, how to beat inflation. Get this book for free. It is crucial for families right now. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. All right. So last Friday, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas declared, it's not Alejandro Mayorkas. I got to be able to do that. Pat can really do that well, you know, when you're watching TV and somebody who is as white as I am. And then uh, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas declared white supremacist and domestic violence extremism to be the most prominent threat currently facing our country. The timing couldn't have been more perfect because... Just a few hours later, a jury in Grand Rapids, Michigan, exposed the Justice Department's largest alleged domestic terrorism case in the last 18 months as a failed FBI entrapment scheme designed to smear conservatives as white supremacists ahead of the 2020 election. This uh, article is from the um, uh, the. Federalist, I think. Yes, the Federalist. Uh, by refusing to convict four men accused of plotting to kidnap and kill Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer before Election Day, the Grand Rapids jury seemed to side with the defense attorneys who argued their clients were not domestic terrorists, but entrapped by undercover FBI agents and at least a dozen informants who planned and funded the kidnapping operation. The key to the government's plan was to turn general discontent with Governor Whitmer's COVID-19 restrictions into a crime that could be prosecuted, defense lawyers wrote. The government picked what it knew would be a sensational charge, conspiracy to kidnap the governor. And when the government was faced with evidence showing that the defendants had no interest in the kidnapping plot, it refused to accept failure and continued to push its plan. Now, what's interesting about this is the guy who was overseeing this particular operation has been transferred. He was transferred to Washington, D.C., given a promotion, and he's the guy overseeing the January 6th plot. Okay, so... The FBI is very, very, very busy because they know white supremacists. That's what is coming for everybody. Okay, be careful. You may not be white enough. Okay, because I hear it's an albino mob. Okay, and the first sign, that's why I'm wearing pink contacts right now. First sign, you're not really an albino. Oh, they they burn a uh, it's not a it's like a hexagon in your front yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the hexagon has to do, but it's not a cross. It's another symbol for not being albino. The hexagon. Anyway, uh, so the FBI is looking for these crazy white, 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 really white, almost pinkish white extremists. And that may be why they missed 
Frank R. James. Now, Frank R. James, not an albino. Uh, He's, quote, a troubled man who railed against Mayor Adams and made bizarre threatening rants on YouTube. Huh. So YouTube, he had a page on YouTube where he was saying crazy things uh, like. um, Did you? Because this is I heard this mm -hmm. a lot from a lot of sources yesterday that Mm -hmm. he was making bizarre, angry, violent, racist. Well, uh threats yeah and uh, you know before they released the picture man they seem to make that broad enough to it's almost as if they wanted you to think of a of a particular type of person perhaps an albino uh who (laughs) damn albinos they're (laughs) out of control my apology to the one or two albinos that are not violent extremists <laughs> i'm sure they're out there somewhere the but albinos we are not sending their best no, they're, they're not, not sending their best they across are the border not. they're roving mobs <laughs> but, it, but it was amazing that that was the way it was they didn't say it was anti-white racism probably because they've spent the last 10 years telling us it's not possible you can't reverse racism isn't real it's not possible it can't occur so how did this guy have racist rants in the first place so he said things like it's just a matter of time before these black mfers decide hey listen enough is enough and these white people need to go oh no wait it's the exact opposite of that it's just a matter of time before those white MFers decide, hey, listen, enough is enough. These N-words got to go. On YouTube, as of yesterday, these uh, white MFers, this is what they do. Ultimately, at the end of the day, they kill and commit genocide against one another. What do you think they're going to do to your black ass? Uh, okay. And what are you going to do? You're going to fight? And guess what? You're going to die because unlike Zelensky in Ukraine, nobody has your back. The whole world is against you and you're against uh, effing yourself. So why should you be alive again? That's the question. Why should an N-word be alive on this planet beside to pick cotton or chop sugarcane or tobacco? Now, this is allowed on YouTube, but... My some of my opinions on the lab leak for covid banned. But this is allowed. I just want to say that's interesting. And we all agree. I think we'd all agree. This guy is crazy. He's crazy. But isn't that what the press and social media have been telling us? that us crazy white conservatives are doing to the crazy people in our audience winding them up it only takes one crazy person that happens to be listening where did he get the idea the whole world is against you why should you be alive why should an n-word be alive on this planet beside to pick cotton or chop sugarcane or tobacco No one has your back because that's almost the progressive bumper sticker. It's just a message of despair. Despair. It's just telling a large portion 
of the country. They will never be successful unless, of course, their white savior Democratic politician steps in to bail them out of their terrible, terrible times with these evil conservatives. Let me tell you this. Um, I cannot say this to you um, and make you this promise like I could have 10 years ago. 10 years ago, I would say to you, you can do anything, anything. You can break all barriers. This isn't the 1950s. And I speak, I speak from experience as a guy who was the first to go to college and couldn't afford it in my 30s more than one semester. There's nobody in my family that was college educated. I made it. I built it. I went against the system. The system I came into talk radio making fun, correct me if I'm wrong, making fun of talk radio. I went into television making fun of television, breaking all of the rules, doing it my way, not the way everybody else. Then when they didn't accept, we built a network, the first network. No one had ever done it. HBO wasn't even on yet on the Internet with live streaming. We were the first. I'm sorry. Major League Baseball was the first. We were the second into the boat. And look at it. Now, I'm not the smartest guy in the world. I mean, if you've listened, you know. But what I have is a belief in myself. I have a belief in common decency and common goodness. I have a belief in the system that good guys don't always win. Good guys sometimes lose, but in the long run, that truth wins. And nobody really cares about your problems. You know why? Because everyone has their problems. And everybody has them of differing degrees, but everybody thinks that their problem is the biggest problem. You go into somebody's office and you're like, hey, I've got a real problem. The boss is thinking, oh, really? Really? You know what I'm dealing with today? You want problems? Let me sit down in your office and tell you some problems. Okay? But they don't say that because their job is to listen to you, to help empower you. Now, everybody's got a problem and they have to wear it on their sleeve. Now the system is so corrupt that unless you have money, unless you have the right point of view, unless you vote the right way, I don't know if you can make it. That's new for me. I have always been a champion of the underdog in, in no other country than this one. Now, I don't know, but I will tell you, we're still out blazing trails. We still are optimistic about our future, somewhat. Let me make you this promise. If you adhere to a universal moral code, 
if you adhere to do unto others, love thy neighbor, if you can accept Glenn Beck's top 10 rules for life, formerly called the Ten Commandments, you're going to be all right. You'll make it. You know why? Because you'll be on the side of God, the universal truth maker. And as long as you remain on his side, everything's going to work out. May not be your dreams. I can't tell you. Uh, This isn't exactly what I planned. You know, when I started radio, this is not what I planned. In fact, this is nothing like I planned. However, it's good. There are no mistakes and no waste in God's universe. No waste. It's amazing how much you can screw up your life. And if you just put it on the right track and stay with Glenn Beck's 10 really good safety tips, formerly known as the Ten Commandments, it's amazing how all of that wasted time, all of that wasted energy, how, how all of those mistakes will be used, not by you, but by him somehow or another to put you right where you're supposed to be with all of the skills that you needed. Don't listen to anybody who says you can't do it. Don't listen to anybody who is saying the whole world's against you. No, it's not. No, it's not. My goal is to be like, uh, what was the priest's name that was down in the, the basement of the concentration camps, remember? And they just, the, the guy was so positive all the time. They're like, okay, we got to just starve him to death. And they put him in a basement and he got all of the other prisoners to start singing hymns. And now they really wanted to kill him because he was starving to death. He went blind from starvation. He was in so much pain. And yet he was still singing. He was happy. I want to be that guy. Minus the starving in the basement of the concentration camp. But I want to be that guy. He didn't think the world was against him. And boy, he could have. He knew what was true. He knew the value of his own being. And he knew who he answered to. There's nothing more important than learning that. Callie wrote in about her dog's experience with rough greens. She says, I can't believe how easy it is to give my dog rough greens. First tried it out in the palm of my hand. He ate it like candy. He looks forward to it now in his bowl every single day. He doesn't walk around in so much pain as he used to as well. Thank you, rough greens. Rough greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement that you put on the dog's food. And it contains all of the nutrients your dog needs that get cooked out of uh, kibble food when it's being made. Probiotics, antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, omega oils. These are just some of the things that your dog needs to live a healthier lifestyle. And they're all in Rough Greens. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it. They have a special deal for you. Roughgreens.com slash back. They're going to give you the first bag free. All you do is pay for shipping. Roughgreens, R-U-F-F greens.com slash back or call 800, sorry, 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Roughgreens.com slash back. 10 seconds, station ID.
So in 2019, they uh, the FBI uh, had interviewed this guy multiple times as a danger to society. Man, and it was, you know, it was put to bed in 2019. He's good. He's good. Definitely not a white supremacist. I'll tell you that right now. They still haven't found him. By the way, on tonight's program, a detailed look at President Biden's fitness for office. Um, this is not one that we're going to be celebrating. Oh, look how senile this guy is. I don't know if you saw the bird crapping on him yesterday. I just I, I can't even laugh at these things anymore. It's like, oh, my God. Uh, sure. Right, and that one seems like you can laugh at it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just the, the gaffes and everything else on how our president looks to the rest of the world is just terrifying, terrifying. And I sincerely worry that he is not of a sound mind, at least all the time. Uh, we look into that. We, we take you through the old Biden to the new Biden, and there's a marked difference. Um, what does the 25th Amendment even mean? You know, they tried to invoke that against Trump. Can you invoke that? What what's the standard of that? And is our president's mental health a concern or is it? Is it just me? That's tonight at 9 p.m. President Biden's mental fitness, the serious conversation America should be having Tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern, only on blazetv.com and Blaze TV YouTube. Don't miss it. By the way, uh, you know, we all hate the rich, right? That's what, we're, that's what we're being told, hate the rich. Completely unrelated to that, Los Angeles gangs now are prowling the city in crews, targeting, and then following home the super rich. And they're... Anyway, uh, also, you know, uh, Seattle, you know, was re reimagining the police department in a completely unrelated story. Seattle now doesn't have enough cops uh, to uh, look into rapes. So that's good. Um, also, the story about the uh, you uh, that uh, the Postal Service uh, is, you know, spying on people um, in a completely unrelated um, story mail deliveries in California in Santa Monica uh, has stopped now because people are being too violent against the old white mail carrier. The Glenn Back Program. American Financing NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. All right, it uh, it's something that we all have to face. We are on the edge of a recession. And one that could turn into a depression. We are now, we're going to talk in the third hour today about what our inflation rate really is and what it really means. To be able to turn this around, um, which I'm not sure they can, is to turn this around, we have to have really high interest rates. And things are going to start to go unstable. And when they do, uh, they're going to raise your credit card rates even higher I want you, if you have credit cards and you haven't paid them off and you don't see light at the end of the tunnel before those interest rates become crippling, please call American Financing at 800-906-2440. Go to AmericanFinancing.net. 
see if you can do a consolidation loan where you you take those 20 percent interest rates and knock them down to five it will help you pay them off and stay stable americanfinancing.net don't miss out on blaze tv it's blaze tv.com slash glenn the promo code is glenn If I say the name Arian Teherzadeh and Hader Sher Ali, does anybody know who those guys are? Mm. I didn't know them by names, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the two individuals that posed as DHS agents who uh, have appeared to have compromised several members of the Secret Service protective detail. Now... You heard this story, right? What do you mm-hmm. know about this story, Pat? I know that these two guys uh, were posing as Homeland Security or mm-hmm. Department of yeah something, yeah. Uh, and they tried to ingratiate themselves to is it Jill's Secret Service detail? Offered them all kinds of presents and gifts, and mm-hmm. like one of them had a uh, forty thousand dollar a year penthouse mm-hmm. for free mm-hmm. and other gifts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, they, I would call them loving. Right. And they, they, they were loving people right. who were trying to make new friends. Right. Okay. That's all they were That's doing. That's all they were doing. Okay. Yeah. So um, there was a detention hearing for these two on okay. Friday. And, mm-hmm. you know, why even bring this up? There were just two guys. A okay. mm-hmm. couple of guys. A couple of guys uh, with uh, Iranian ties, by the way. Um, every day, the facts get worse and worse. This is what was said by the U.S. attorney. The defendants were not merely playing dress up with firearms and ammunition, body armor, tactical gear, surveillance equipment. They were engaged in conduct that represented a serious threat to the community and compromised the operations of federal law enforcement and created a potential national security threat. Now, we are so used to hearing about these poor Iranians that are just being targeted and all they were doing was making friends in the apartment building. Now, um, there, there is some additional information. I don't even know if it's worth covering, but um, there was during the detention hearing, uh, there, w- there was some documents released on what they also found in their apartment. Okay. Uh, fire- the two Iranian guys yeah. who were befriending the Secret Service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they found, among other things, I'm quoting, um, a firearm barrel of an unknown caliber, Weapon stock attachments, four grips, pistol grips, a magazine cartridge, scope. Uh, also, uh, they had long guns and assault rifles. Law enforcement also recovered a spotting scope, which can be used uh, for a sniper or spotter team. Hmm. So that, that's huh. the, they also recovered electronic devices, including, among other things, a significant quantity of surveillance equipment, approximately 30 hard drives, a hard drive copying equipment, a computer server containing six modules, a machine to create and program personal identification verification cards, you know, so you could have a passport or, you know, something with an embedded chip in it, a currency counter, Hmm. and several subscriber identification modules, SIM cards, and antennas. So they had that as well. Yeah, it's probably not worth mentioning. They also <laughs> recovered tactical gear uh, mm. and uh, clothing with police insignias, police parking placards, a latent fingerprint kit, 
equipment for breaching a door, including a sledgehammer, a ram, a Halligan tool, lock picking kit, and an axe. I have all but one of those things in my trunk right now. Right. Yeah. I mean, we all do. So common. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't leave the house Americans. without a Halligan tool? And no, no one. Yeah. Now, they found some documents as well. But we all have these things. Mm -hmm. A binder containing a list of all the residents and the apartment numbers and contact information. A DHS procedures manual. A federal law enforcement training center manual. A law enforcement use only documents. Hmm. uh, Immigration documents for a number of individuals. A box of documents with profile of individual people. Passport photos of what appears to be one of the guy. USSP documents and miscellaneous mail and documents associated with, uh, you know, these two guys. Hmm. So huh. they had that. Well, they, they also had a, <laughs> a gas mask, handcuffs, zip ties, handheld radios, uh, a uh, ultraviolet flashlight, an RFGS K18, which is used to locate hidden cameras, microphones, RF transmitters, vehicle trackers, a uh, computer server, another one with two modules, an encrypted portable hard drive, antennas, uh, a holster mounted and hidden under one of their desks, and a high-end drone. But, you know what they sound like? They sound like they're really well-prepared. They're like, they're, <laughs> yeah, right. like they're Boy Scouts, maybe <laughs> right, exactly Eagle Scouts. Right. Just really well-prepared for just about anything. <laughs> just about anything, That's including great. like maybe an assassination. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, maybe. All in one, <laughs> all in one little apartment. Huh. So these guys were just. So the gifts were they were the, were the gifts that they were giving to the Secret Service just about betting them down? Were they trying to do that or? What do you mean betting them down? You know, just bet them down. Were you? They're, they're uh, so you think this was they were maybe just, a, in love with the Secret maybe. Service agents? Okay, so you think maybe that was it. them? Yes. With mm. So you think maybe mm-hmm. Iranians came over? Uh huh. Uh, well, the, the really prepared Iranians, really prepared Iranians, yeah. uh, came over and, mm-hmm. uh, they just wanted to bed down yeah. some, they were attracted things. to some of the secret service detail okay. that, uh, Joe right. had. Well, well you'd think yeah. that someone who was really prepared would be attracted to someone like a secret service agent. Right. Who exactly. Probably right. also was very prepared. Right. Yes. You know, just exactly coincidence. Right. So it's a natural mm-hmm. match. Yes, totally. Well, the good thing is nobody seems to be covering this. Uh, no, and I haven't heard that list at all yeah that came anybody. out friday that came out friday oh, wow yeah amazing. friday wow friday friday oh, um by Jeez. the way uh you know you wow. can't expect everybody to cover it especially cnn <laughs> uh cnn plus you know they've spent about 300 million dollars do uh, we know that cnn plus hasn't covered it because maybe they did and nobody saw it. <laughs> well, that's that's very good. Yeah. That's that's very good. Very good. I hate to I hate to say, um, but uh, it's 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 uh, they announced yesterday that uh, they only have around ten thousand daily users. Mm-hmm. That's not a good number. That's not. <laughs> that's not. No. No. When huh. you have when you spend three hundred million dollars, you, you want to get that number that? higher. Yeah, you want to get like, that number higher. So, but here's 10, the thing: ten thousand five hundred ish. No, even more than that. <laughs> oh, here's wow. the yeah. thing. Here's the thing. That breaks down to about thirty thousand dollars per viewer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would consider. I'm not guaranteeing, but I would consider watching CNN Plus if they paid me thirty thousand dollars. 
<laughs> wow. I mean, just why advertise? Not, just, not to watch them for a year. You're talking about once. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, that would be too okay. much. I mean, yeah. I can't guarantee. I might get busy. You know what I mean? But I'd watch it once okay. for 30 grand. This wow. is an unmitigated yeah. catastrophe, catastrophe for that. One of the biggest of all time, I'd say. And it's hard oh, yeah. to underestimate how dumb it is to think it would work. Yeah. It's like, it's I know. Not, this is not a surprise. Very true. Like, I mean, you know. Quibi is one that's being compared with a lot. And this is a service that came out a couple of years ago in the middle of the pandemic, right at the beginning of the pandemic, actually. And it was a, a yeah, show that was that. based on like 10 minute videos. And it was a subscription service. And they came out with these shows and they had all these different all these different crazy ideas where like you could see multiple views. Like if you turn your phone one way, you'd see the show one way. You turn it the other mm -hmm. way, you'd see a different view of the show. Mm -hmm. They had all sorts mm -hmm. of stuff like that. They invested, you know, tons and tons of money and it dissolved in six months, right? It was like a total catastrophe. But like, there's at least an argument to understand why you think that would work, mm -hmm. right? Like, they didn't know the pandemic was coming. People are watching short videos. They're in the line of the grocery store. They want to mm -hmm. watch a short video. The people like YouTube. There's a lot of short videos there. Maybe if we put higher quality content, people would pay for it. Like, there's a rational idea as to how that would work. Who on earth would think that people would want to pay to watch mm -hmm. more CNN. Mm -hmm. It's completely crazy. It makes no sense. It never made sense. I mean, it's stuff like, you know, like Jake Tapper's book club. Like, why on earth would people pay? <laughs> would, 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 would you accept payments to go with, to CNN journalists' house, houses and, and participate in a book club with them personally. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't take money to do that myself. Now, and they want people to pay to watch it online? Now now may now some lesser men. Yes. Lesser men. Yes. Uh would inside just be would have be having dance parties. Okay. Inside. What which kind of person uh, are you talking? Well, about? the kind of person that would say we were called a failure, you know, when we had 300,000 subscribers <laughs> before we even launched. Um, but uh, well, exactly. I'm not one of those men. I'm, I'm not see. one of those men. No, there is. I, there, and I don't know who this was, but I do remember one particular person who owned uh, and ran a streaming, streaming service at this time mm -hmm. and was being called a failure by someone who's on CNN Plus. Yeah. In an interview. Oh, right, the little fat, uh, little yeah. fat. Troll. I don't remember who it was. Yeah. And so, and then, and then the person who was being interviewed who ran the streaming service <laughs> mm -hmm. walked out of the interview because, you know, it was kind of under false pretenses at huh. that time. Yeah. And it was huh. a big deal. And they were so sure that that, that company was going to fail. Yet that company now still exists and is thriving. <laughs> yeah. And CNN Plus, despite a slightly higher investment of $300 million, <laughs> is collapsing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is in like a week. Huh. Huh. And you know they were they were planning on spending over a billion dollars on that venture. Yeah, don't think they're going to do that. Over a billion, I don't think. Yeah, so. I don't I think mean, so. I don't, don't think so. Earth. Yeah. What? I, what is the process of thought? People I don't keep know. saying that Zucker left because of this affair. I think he knew this was coming. I think mm, this was maybe. his baby. He knew CNN Plus was going to be a Quibi esque catastrophic failure mm -hmm. and was like let me get out of here before people associate this thing with me yeah that could be i would not even be surprised yeah, he may yeah. have started the, he may have started the affair back up just to get out of that job okay one more <laughs> thing i have to hit before before you leave pat pat gray from pat gray unleashed you can get it and download the podcast listen every day um by the way i've talked to several uh audience members that have said thank god for you 
um, coming on and just they listen to you and, and mm-hmm. you're, they're laughing and everything. And then they are in a better mood for me to bring them down. Uh, so, <laughs> it's anyway, a good team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is. Uh, so I got to give, uh, I have it's to the give. the uppers and downers. You're like it's, That's not necessarily yeah. referred to as a good team. It's more of a drug addiction problem. But uh, <laughs> I have to give Michael Knowles the award for one of the best comebacks of all time, but mm. definitely of the week. Okay. Um, he was with uh, Ted Cruz and they were speaking um, at Yale University and uh, and world hunger came up uh, because of um, uh, because somebody stood up from Yale and said, assuming it would end global hunger. Ted Cruz, would you fillet another man? Michael, well, wasn't there more to that question? N- no, that was the question. No, I think the question wasn't it. Would you fillet another man to to end? World yeah, 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 yeah. Assuming it would end global oh, assume, hunger. I see what you're saying. Okay. Okay, yeah. uh, would you fillet another man? Uh, <laughs> and Michael no. Michael Knowles uh, said, you're attempting to justify flagrantly immoral behavior to achieve a good end. And I can tell you, my friend, the ends do not justify the means. Absolutely, absolutely not. But what I am curious about, young fellow, is if it would solve world hunger, would you vote for Donald Trump? Wow. <laughs> Love nice. That. Love that. Nice. Was there a response to that? Uh, crying. Uh, <laughs> okay. Running out of the room. <laughs> All right, uh, my fe- my fellow Amazonians, you know the thing. Good sleep can be described in one word, and that is I was out hunting with uh, President Xi Jinping in a creek at the base of the Himalayas. We were shooting a deer. No joke, man. And that deer left his Kevlar vest at home. And while Xi Jinping was playing with the hairs on my leg i raised my gun with one bullet in it and i corn popped that son of a gun what the president is trying to say here is the most powerful man in the world could use a good night's sleep and you'll find that with my pillow my pillow has giza dream sheets that are 60 percent off coming in as low as uh, 39.99 if you use the promo code beck and remember everything is backed by a 60 day no questions asked money back guarantee don't like it ship it back get your money back just go to mypillow.com click on the radio listener specials and check out the flash sale on the giza dream sheets with my promo code beck you'll also get that price and a copy of mike lindell's book for free with the purchase so enter the promo code beck or call 800-966-3117 800-966-3117 get these great radio specials now mypillow.com stay informed sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com So Newsweek magazine wrote conservative commentator Glenn Beck says wokeism, not conservatism, is dividing Americans, calling the social justice ideology a cult in which half the country belongs. Beck made the remarks in a video posted on Twitter. No, I actually made them on the radio. 
which we then clipped. Well, it was a video, and then it was posted on Twitter. (laughs) Right. Saying it was uh, time to call out wokeism. The nationally syndicated talk show host follows other voices who have used the term woke as a culture war rallying cry to undermine their political opponents or stances in their own party. (laughs) I don't think that's how I would describe what you're doing. No, I wouldn't say that either. Beck spoke grimly about the social effects of wokeism. They're separating us from our families. They're telling us they're cult members. They're telling their cult members not to listen to anyone else. Would a cult tell you to silence everyone? Or would a cult tell you, oh, be open-minded, listen to everybody? Which one does a cult do? Mm. Beck encourages listeners to talk to their families and love them despite disagreements or difficult conversation. He said wokeism instructs adherents to cut off family members with differing opinions. I'm not the extremist, the cult that half of America worships today. Those are the extremists. And it's time we say it out loud and without any fear. We are not afraid of, quite honestly, your evil cult. Um, That was from Newsweek magazine. And that's kind of what we're doing in hour two this week. We are looking for America's God. Tomorrow, tomorrow I make the very strong case on wokeism being America's cult and possibly America's God. Today, we're going to look at the the use of science by our culture. Is this our new God? America's God. Who is it? And what does it mean for our future? More on that next. This is the Glenn Beck.